listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning. This is Real Presence Live coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth. My name is Father Richard Kunst. I am co-hosted with Kevin Peon, our new co-host here in the Diocese of Duluth. And we have a, another guest here in studio, a colleague of mine, one of my brother priests of the diocese, Father John Petrich. Father John, welcome to Real Presence Live. Well, thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. It's good to have you. We're, we have you here, of course, because of the the um, uh, um, events that happened in our diocese, the tragic events that happened in our diocese just last month, and how you're uh, very intimately involved in that unexpectedly, of course. And sure. maybe you can tell us a little bit about um, what happened in the phone call you got. It was uh, December 1st, and the snow had been falling in Duluth since the 30th of November, and everything was buried. And our bishop, Paul Serba, was walking from his rectory to St. Rose Church in four-foot snowdrifts and went down and had a serious, tragic heart attack. Um, The ambulance was taking him to St. Mary's Hospital, and they knew that the bishop was coming in, so they called their chaplain, their priest, Father Tom Foster, who realized as he backed his car out of his garage, he was buried. Mm-hmm. And so at about 8.30, quarter nine that morning, Father Tom called me and asked if I could get out. And I said, I don't know. Uh, what's going on? And he said that uh, they had picked the bishop up. They were heading to the hospital, and I said, let me see if I can find a police squad on the street. And so I called uh, the Duluth Police Office, talked to the sergeant. They had a squad on the street. I said, great, I will meet the squad three and a half blocks from my house on Central Entrance uh, by the Dunkin' Donuts. And uh, so I... Every policeman knows where that is, right? They exactly know where that is, (laughs) yes. Uh, And I... Busted through my house into six-foot snowdrifts and got out into the street. My neighbors were in the street shoveling, and one of my neighbors said, What are you trying to do? You're going to get a heart attack. And I said, i got to get to St. Mary's. i got to meet the squad. And we decided, You're not going that way up the hill. We're going down. And so Joe broke trail. I followed Joe. and we. So made you it. were driving then? No. Oh, okay, okay. All right. We were walking. Okay, okay, there was right, no way you, to get the car sure, out of sure. a, the the car was buried until Wednesday. Right. Uh, so in, so a police car comes and gets you. We met the police car three blocks away from my house mm-hmm. uh, oh, wow, okay. on Central Entrance, which was plowed. Nothing else was plowed. And when I got in the car, uh, the lieutenant whisked us down to St. Mary's. Now. Uh, the bishop was in the emergency room, and the emergency room staff knew that I was on my way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they kept working and working and working and working. And when I stepped into the emergency room, it was like, okay, what are we doing? What's going on? Dr. Arvald told me what was happening. Then they asked, what do I need? And I said, Everybody just gather around. We're going to pray for the bishop. And so I pulled out the oils, and we did the whole sacrament of the sick with the apostolic blessing, uh, and we all prayed the Lord's Prayer together, um, and shortly after that, they declared him dead. Yeah, um, 
This is Father Richard Kuntz, along with Father, uh, along with Kevin Pilon. We're at uh, Real Presence Live. We're talking to Father John Petrich, who had, uh, as he's been talking, he's gotten a phone. He had gotten a phone call to anoint our bishop, who died suddenly and unexpectedly, um, uh, just last month. And uh, why were you called, uh, Father Petrich? Um, well, I'm a hospital chaplain over at the the other hospital, and Father Foster, in his panic called me wondering if I could get out because I live closer in than he does and uh, we could get out <clears throat> and I got the ride to the hospital what was the what was that car ride like for you what was going through your mind my phone kept going off I talked to the vicar general um, I talked to another doctor that knew the bishop in fact I think it was a bishop's primary care physician mm-hmm. uh, and and then we we uh, got there. What was going through my head was, uh, let's make it not be a death. Let's just make it a heart attack that he comes back from. That didn't happen. Well, the thing is that, I mean, it had to, I mean, we all get phone calls, you probably more than others because of your job and what you do as chaplaincy, but we all get phone calls for emergency anointings, Yes, but we don't usually get police officer uh accompaniment to that and so no obviously you knew something else was going this is right well i wanted to get there and there was no way to get there with my car Mm -hmm. and so you called the police officer i called okay okay all right um i talked to uh the sergeant who was on char in on call and he dispatched a squad within three blocks of my house where the street was plowed and we got in the car uh in my other life, I'm a police chaplain, so I know I've got all those numbers on speed dial. Mm-hmm. And so it worked out really slick, and we got there. I'm glad we got there. Um, I'm glad that the whole emergency staff prayed along with us. I'm just sad that it happened and it turned out that way. Uh, I guess the, the one thing is I'm glad that the bishop received what the church gives uh, at the time of death. And prior to death, and that was one thing that I would hope people would take out of this, is that any time you go into the hospital for the most minor of of uh, procedures, call for the priest in the parish, call for the priest at the hospital to come and pray, to come and celebrate the Sacrament of Reconciliation, to come and do the anointing of the sick. Those are all very important outward signs of our God working in our lives. And that's the most important part. Mm-hmm. Um, what we did with the bishop, on December 1st, Father Foster and myself, we do that two, three times a day, every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are priests and parishes that do it weekly with, with their parishioners. Uh, the whole idea of bringing someone to a reconciliation, a resolution, sharing a blessing, those are very important things for our Catholic faithful. It's, you know, I mean, it's a it's an urban legend. I don't know how much history is to it, but uh, the urban legend says that when um, uh, Martin Luther was dying, he asked for a priest to come in, and then he, apparently his line was, the Catholic religion is a difficult religion to live in, but a beautiful religion to, to die, die in. in. Yes. Yeah. And it is. You know, maybe you can speak a little bit to that. And what, again, you know, I mean, we're talking about Bishop Serba, and as priests, our relationship with our bishop is very important and then for you to be oh, yeah. called in there i mean what i mean what was going through your mind maybe we already asked this question right when you get into that room i mean right when you get in that room you see the bishop there it's like what where were you i mean what was okay. in your head he, when i walked in he looked like he was sleeping he was not blue he was pink uh and for all intents and purposes we thought maybe he could come out of this but he wasn't um 
you know, it's just one of those crazy things that happens in some of our lives. Uh, you know, God works in uh, very mysterious ways. Uh, the bishop anointed me three years ago when I had the slight heart attack. Gosh. And now I anoint him. Mm-hmm. With different results. I mean, this obviously was <laughs> very different. You know, God put you in a, a uniquely privileged moment in, on that day, yes. and a lot had to happen for that to work, oh, yes. for you to get there. What What were some of the, the things that you saw God's hand in or in Just the very, blessings? Very quickly. Yeah. Uh, being able to connect, being able to get out of the house, being able to get through the sick six-foot snow drifts, being able to make it to St. Mary's Hospital, uh, the ambulance making it to the hospital, uh, the, uh, the snowplow drivers that picked the bishop up, all of those things, you put it all together, it becomes a story. Um, and it is something you'll never forget. No. Because it's not, you, we don't, as priests, we don't get emergency phone calls to anoint our bishops. And no. then have them die. No. It just doesn't happen. Of course, this is the second bishop for me. The other was a retired bishop from Superior. Mm-hmm. And I anointed him twice, and I was at his death. <laughs> really? But he was a retired bishop. Bishop Fliss. Yeah. Bishop Fliss. It's yeah. different than than being the bishop who's the spiritual head of the diocese. Right. Mm-hmm. Father John, thank you for your service. Thank you for anointing our shepherd. And um, uh, thanks for coming on our show. Thank you very much. Very good. Thank you. God, God bless you in your ministry. Yes, may you guys continue to be blessed, and may the radio audience out there continue to see the mystery of God working in their lives. Amen. Amen. Thanks, John.